Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's time for the Ag Spotlight with Danica Hill of The Country News. Indeed it is, and that is the last time we will play that specific intro. And mm-hmm. we had a very appropriate song, Country Roads Take Take Me Home. I don't know if country roads are going to take you home, but roads anyway. So this is Danica's final spot on the radio here because yes. she's going back home to Queensland and we're just, we're crying, Thank aren't you. we? Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> the tears. It makes me feel good. Yeah, but heading off uh, back to Townsville and then probably in six months moving to Charters Towers, if anyone knows where that little town is. It's a really nice town, I know it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Really nice town. I've been looking at the rentals and property and that and it's all super cheap and nice and big parcels land and I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> well, I hope we've got some nice bush dancers out there for you. Well, they're probably, oh. <laughs> you might have to start yeah, one. Yeah, see how it goes, yeah. But uh, there's no rest of the wicked, of course, and you're working right up until, you know, your next deadline. And, uh, of course, today is the day the country news comes out. We've got a big story on the front, soggy but successful, talking about the Elmore Field Days, which happened last week. And, yeah, that would have been a challenge in that mud, wouldn't it? Yeah, we had, um, we've got a lot of coverage on Elmore. Um, and this picture on the front is from Holly. So I don't know how she convinced them to both get inside this <laughs> massive tyre, but she did a good job. She's very convincing. Um, and Holly's a chef, uh, news photographer who sometimes mm-hmm. um, does stuff for us. We sort of steal her over. Yep. Um, but Jeff was the one that went to Elmore, wandered around in the rain. He said a lot of people, but they tended to be stuck under the tents trying to avoid stuff. So not too many people milling around on that mm, that's unfortunate. that Jeff went. So, But I think the later days there was better weather. That's good to know. Hope you all enjoyed yourselves, whoever went to Elmore. Now you got a big story on the end of Farmer Wants a Wife. Yep. Um, oh, and I off. see the last line, it must be love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to be poetic with it. Um, yeah, so final episode, they all picked who they wanted and then the reunion episode, which is dragging them back after a month to see how they're going. And most people were doing pretty good. But we did end... So we started with five farmers, we ended with three farmers. And they've all got somebody now that they're going to pursue Uh, some kind of relationship with? By one month out, they were still going strong. Wow, whole four weeks. Yes. I mean, pretty much those four four weeks, you'd just be recovering from being on the show and having producers and camera crews around. So I think they're probably all on a bit of a honeymoon high. by now, which is, was sort of six months out from when it was filmed now, so things have sort of changed a little bit, but um, that's now their personal business. I'm not getting involved. Fair enough. They've got a big story, don't damage dairy. Uh, concern about the dairy industry being a major loser if water buybacks are used to recover extra water from the Murray-Darling Basin Plain. This is sort of an ongoing issue, isn't it? Yes, this feeds into the story below it, which is there was recently a report done and it looked at could we do buybacks? How bad would it be? And the report basically said, bad, terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> don't do it. Don't even think about it. Yep. But of course, as soon as you get a report commission, it tells you that people are thinking about it because they want this report and they want to see, you know, where sort of, if there's slightly a way to do it. But um, 
yeah, it's come back. And so Jeff's done a big coverage about um, that report and sort of the implications of it. And um, the report is actually quite fascinating to read sort of what they said because they said if um, agricultural buybacks uh, come back in and they're executed, northern Victoria in particular will be the hardest hit and um, will really have significant impacts on local economy. Okay, ship show back with a bang. A lot of people think about rides and show bags, but there is a serious agricultural side to the show as well. Yes, that's what I was instructed to do. Go out there, get animal pictures, talk to people. <laughs> um, it was quite funny. I was out there Friday because, you know, it's a work day for us, so that's when work wants to send us, but that was the rainy day, not too many people out there because it's still a work and a school day. Walking around, bump into a Shep news photographer. I tell her, back off, this is my ride. I've got this story. <laughs> And then go into the sheds and there's another Shep news person. Oh, I go, get out of here. Like, this is the dairy cows are mine. Get out of here. And he's like, oh, I took two pictures of two dairy cows and I got a story. And I'm like, get out, get there out. There was a huge fracas. Police had to be called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm down in the stranglehold. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yep, so I got a few um, different animals. There weren't too many there on the Friday because judging was Saturday and a lot of people were bringing their animals in later. Um, but, you know, I got a really nice picture of this girl from kid from your role and it was her first time on riding a horse at the little pony rides um and some pictures in the dairy because some dairy cattle were there so there's there's a long list of dairy cattle results here and more results online on the country news website but are there other is it only dairy cattle that get judged is it other animals they are the significant one for the ship show i see but they were the only results we got back in time for okay so there are chickens yeah poultry the (laughs) chooks Goats was also a big one. Okay. Um, equine. Yep. Okay, and horses. Okay. So we'll be following up with those results soon. Online. Yeah, head yep. to our website. Uh, yeah, more coverage as I go through the paper now, looking at more coverage on the Sodden Elmore field days. Uh, you got a story teaching kids about dairy. Yes, this one was actually done a few weeks ago, but we kept holding it over. So this is a local lady out at Tangala, um, and she's also a part-time uh, school teacher. So she's sort of... You know, she lives on a farm, the family's, you know, dairy farmers and she's a part-time school teacher so she sort of started combining them because she noticed there was a real lack of understanding even with kids in Echuca who live in sort of an ag region. Um, they didn't really understand how dairy farms work and how milk was, you know, how milk got to their, you know, fridge. So she started doing field trips out to her farm and, um, you know, eventually Dairy Australia got involved. Now she's a Dairy Australia ambassador and they support her. Um, and it's really interesting sort of to see what she says about educating young children. She sort mm. of said... Um, chocolate milk comes from chocolate cows? Yeah, and also that, you know, you know, they pick up so much from their parents when they're young and when the parents are telling them these things that aren't technically correct or the parents don't even know, then kids sort of instill it and then they just go into life with that and they become adults who don't really understand how it works. Yeah, and then you're not going to grow kids who want to bring up kids who want to work in the dairy industry if they don't understand it so that's that's an issue for future workers now i mentioned uh chicken judging there has been a bit of chicken judging down at the melbourne royal show and katandra west primary school is boasting the best eggs in victoria that's pretty cool yeah jeff did this really nice story so we went out there to see the kids and you know see the prize winning chooks and their eggs and that um, so this is just, you know, a flock that the teachers and the class school kids manage. And he said one of the kids sort of gave it away a bit because, you know, he's out there asking, you know, how do you use the eggs? 
And one of them said, oh, you know, mainly the teachers. You do breaky. <laughs> and one of the teachers was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got to do something with them. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, it's quite cute. I mean, to get sort of their ag supplies, you know, the kids will get a little trolley and they'll walk down the street down to the ag warehouse and, you know, load it up on the school's uh, school's account and come back down with all the stuff. So, I mean, the, I think it's really an, an enjoyable experience for those kids out there. Yeah, great idea, talking about connecting, you know, where your food comes from with kids. That's a great idea to do it. Now, I, I did pique my interest when I saw this story, Not All Fun and Games for Winner. Wendy Westcon was the winner of the Bogan Bingo. Bingo? Yeah, yep. at the Denny Ute Muster. There's a picture of her holding a can of Spam, her meat tray. Yep. Do tell. Yes. <laughs> so... This is, uh, you know, a little story that came out of the Ute Muster that, you know, couldn't fit in the Ute Muster paper. So, you know, it's held over for the next week. Um, so, yeah, I was there playing Bogan Bingo. What is Bogan Bingo? Um, it's just like bingo, but it's quite high energy, fun. <laughs> the guys at the, um, like the announcers are sort of dancing around and fake mullets and making all these jokes and stuff. And it gets a bit raunchy, actually, but that's Denny Ute Muster. I'm sure it does. Anyway, this was funny when, you know, this really, you know, grandmother gets up and, oh, you know, runs to the stage, reckons she's got bingo, um, and, yeah, she did. Um, and so they said, oh, right, okay, you won the meat tray. They bring down the can <laughs> of spam can for of us. Spam. <laughs> anyway, and I thought it was quite funny, so I went over and I, I had a chat to her about winning it, and, you know, this really interesting story sort of spilled forth where she was in Denny to bring her husband's ashes back Aww. to his hometown. She said, so it actually, it really means a lot to me. You know, it's not just winning Bogan Bingo. It's quite a big event for me, you know, to be here at the Ute Muster with my family. And I'm back here because I brought my husband home. Oh, and yeah. I think that can of spam was going up on the mantelpiece. Yes. <laughs> It'll probably last up there, yeah. Yeah, probably last forever. Yeah. Survive the nuclear holocaust. Yeah. She said she called her daughter and um, <laughs> said that she won the meat tray. And her daughter was like, oh, right, I'll start, you know, clearing room in the freezer and stuff. And she's like, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> no, it, uh, it'll fit in the cupboard just nicely. Yeah. So she's actually from Sydney, um, you know, and her husband moved out of Denny and lived most of his life in Sydney. But she thought, you know, bring him back to the same Where cemetery as his, yeah, brother That's and nice. father and that. See, you, everyone does have a story. You just never know to ask, do you? They definitely do, yeah. Mm. Okay, anything else you need to highlight? I mean, really, if people want to know more, they just need to get a copy of the Shepparton News, which, of course, is in the... Sorry, yes, the Shepparton News, because, of course, the country news is, is an insert to the Shepparton News. Yes, yes. Or the Rev Herald, or the Seymour Telegraph. Let's see if we can name them all off, uh, Danica. Or the Corowa, whatever oh, it is. The Kai Free Press. It's the, yeah, Corowa Free Press mm -hmm. and the Kai Free Press. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the Benella Ensign. Yes. Seymour Telegraph. Janella couldn't something. Um, even papers that aren't technically ours will use it, like the Ganawara Times, so mm -hmm. we end up stretching out there. Um, the Nilliquin Pastoral Times, of course. Um, and I suppose I'll just point out that we have a grains harvest feature sort of between our news section and our real estate section, so there's extra sort of stories of, um, about grains and harvest. If you harvest grains, you need to... You well, you should always get a copy of the country news, but especially <laughs> today. Again, if you've just tuned in, um, I must say thank you to Danica. I mentioned earlier this is her last section on her last segment on the radio as she is going back up north to Queensland, where she first came from. Yes, and it's been our pleasure to have you as a part of One FM while you've been working at the Shepherd News. How long have you been here? Well, One FM, I think we've only been doing it maybe. 
nine months. Or You've been doing over a year here. Really? Yes, because oh. you're coming up in my memories. But how long have you been at the Ship News? Ship News, I mean, so my history with the company starts with the Riverine Herald, um, and that was December 2019. Went well for about three months. COVID happened. They let go of all their um, probationary people, so people that have been there um, under six months. Uh, went back to Townsville hung around a bit with the family and then got a call back maybe two months after that happened saying, oh, do you want a job again? Um, but they hired me back in the Shep office that time. So no more Chuka in the Shep office. I was just floating around doing sort of wherever a publication needs you, you work on it. So I did a lot of stuff with Cobram Courier, um, bit of Benella Ensign, mostly Shep News, a bit of Riverine Herald. Um, and then I think I ended up doing an ag story for Riverine Herald which Country News poached, which means then I was dealing with the Country News team and they just quickly went, oh, great, you know, you're really interested in it, yeah. do you want to do it, can you be one of our journos and then, yeah, got picked up by the Country News team. You needed to put your hand up on that earlier by the sound of it. <laughs> well, I think they had two journos working for them plus Jeff who sort of um, does a lot of stuff but he's mainly Country News and then they had the editor, so the whole full team um, and then those two journos, they didn't really want to, be in ag you know one wanted to be sport one wanted to be in melbourne so once they sort of left then there was a bit of a hole and they're sort of looking around and they saw me sitting there well there aren't <laughs> there aren't all of the there aren't a lot of young journos that want to do ag so yes we really appreciate what you've done yeah. to let us know about what's happening in that space in this region while you've been here and we will miss you yeah i find it quite interesting because you know rural news and ag news is the news that's still doing a fair bit of profit, you know, compared to the rest. Um, and, you know, even MMG, so that's the parent company of us, that's based in Shepherd, and, you know, they're investing in their ag publications and that's the side they're expanding. You know, they recently just bought two more magazines that are like national magazines. One's for horticulture and the other's like um, grain business news or dairy something. one, haven't they? Yeah, they've got the dairy one. That one was like a purchase several years ago that, you know, they buy it up and then, um, you know, they've got another sort of masthead in their wheelhouse. So that's sort of, you know, they're focusing more and more on ag, um, but less and less people want to, like, appreciate writing for ag. It's quite interesting. There's an opening there for someone. Yep, definitely. Yeah, if you're listening, they, <laughs> you, you can have my job. You literally can. <laughs> okay, well, thanks so much for all the, all the um, effort you've put in to coming up here early in the morning. And uh, we don't pay very well, do we? <laughs> so it's even more appreciated. <laughs> well, I did get some gifts from Terry this morning, so that's the payment, and I appreciate Le- it. Least I can do, least I can do. All the best, Danica, and I hope we- our paths cross again. Shepherd and Scooters and Mobility are registered with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. We can help you to understand your entitlements under the scheme and assist you in working through the process in acquiring the assistive technology that supports you, your family, or clients that may need. With all of the leading brands and the advantage of national buying power, you can shop with confidence knowing that you're getting the best products at the right prices. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website, shepherdandscootersandmobility.com.au. 1FM sponsor. Looking for a new career or know somebody locally who is? Flavorite is Australia's largest glasshouse grower of fresh fruit and vegetables that operates right here in the Golden Valley. Flavorite offers permanent, part-time and casual roles in various departments across the business, such as crop care, picking, packing and more. Hourly paid roles with attractive and achievable bonuses. 
No experience necessary with on-the-job training provided. Flavorite prides itself on providing a great team culture and supportive environment with unlimited opportunities to grow a career in agriculture. There are multiple positions available right now. So to find out more, visit flavorite.com.au or call us on 03562316931693. Station sponsor. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio. The Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Benella Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819. 1FM Sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, capped price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.